gonna make him an offer, Captain. Funny how. Knuckleheads, I am Carlo Guadagnino. This is Dingo Talk. This is part three with Steve Thompson, the athletic director here at Bethany College. Uh, earlier in the week when we recorded this, we talk about it in this segment where there's going to be there was going to be changes made to the fall sports. The PAC made a decision: all fall sports minus women's tennis and golf, I believe, men's golf, I believe, are uh, off the board until the spring. I will post a link in the in the description that will let you know all of the PAC's decision. Um, but this is part three with Steve Thompson. I hope you guys enjoy it. Now, we talked about how a little bit with the baseball players that are coming back uh, this spring. And the PAC really did a very, and I think the athletic directors did a very long thought out, well, let's not cancel it just yet. Let's not cancel it just yet. Kind of talk about that process and how, I mean, because everybody kind of ended up inevitably losing right. the season. But what was the process specifically like for you as the AD of Bethany College working with the other ADs in the conference? Yeah. Uh, so, so it, I, I mean, I, I'd be lying if I told you this wasn't the most unique experience of my professional career. Uh, and I think about every AD in the country would probably tell you that. So I was in Myrtle Beach uh, with our baseball and track team. Uh, during spring break, I had stopped, uh, visited some uh, alumni and on my way mm -hmm. uh, and, and we were talking about the, the coronavirus and stuff but it was all just kind of top of, like yeah we didn't know really what it was uh, how dangerous it really was going to be so, so I get to Myrtle Beach and uh, you know we're doing some fun things uh, baseball teams having some success track is, is uh, working out at Myrtle Beach High School beautiful high school complex uh, and I, I think it was maybe Wednesday night uh or Wednesday afternoon, the baseball team played at Pelican Stadium, the minor league uh, ballpark there in Myrtle Beach. And we did an alumni event. We had the track team come out. Uh, and, and really just a neat experience where everybody's kind of supporting everybody in, in this beautiful complex. The next day, basically, I, the president called and was like, we're going to have a, a meeting. I said, okay, I'll come back. So I get in my car and I drive back to, to Bethany for a, a cabinet meeting on Friday to where, I think it was Friday, I might be a day off, might have been Thursday, uh, where on the call as I'm driving, I'm on a call as I'm driving back, the conversation is we're probably gonna have to uh, postpone or bring everybody back for spring sports for a week or two uh, and see what, kind of let things play out. And we're gonna push, so so that's the conversation. I get back into town, the next very next morning, I make the calls to the coaches that, hey, uh, to Cassie was in Orlando, uh, with the softball team, hey, you, you need to start seeing if you can get a flight back, what that looks like. I think they were in between games when I had that conversation, maybe right before the start of the game, and it just hurt. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I can't imagine what our student-athletes went through, but then I called JT and uh, Andy, Coach Upton as well, uh, to start talking about coming home. And it was interesting because you could see in some ways how it filtered through from the, the pack. Uh, commissioner to uh, the schools and how they commuted them to their coaches because Coach Upton was like, well, Westminster's not canceling their track meet yet for Saturday. And I said, oh, just give them time. <laughs> it just and it's like maybe an hour later. Like it's just a matter of the, the timing of the phone calls kind of thing. 
But uh, so the decision had been made that we were going to postpone play, uh, and I'm not going to get the dates right, but ultimately till April 1st and then reevaluate, uh, but not cancel anything. Yeah. We were going to bring people back, extend spring break, uh, and man, within. Well, and see, you're dealing with this from two different sides because you're dealing with it as the athletic director, but you're also dealing with this as a the whole campus as a cabinet member trying to kind of balance the two of it. Because now we're, you've extended spring break and then the decision has to come down that it's going to be online. Yep. That's not easy for anybody to make that decision on a, in a residential college like Bethany. So Right, the, the whole experience, the whole <laughs> great selling point of Bethany <laughs> College here. is everything, yeah. right? Is to be on campus, to go to, to games, to go to the baseball game, go play baseball, mm-hmm. whatever. Uh, you know, go uh, sit out here by the softball field or you know, watch a track me, whatever, whatever yeah. that is, that's part of the experience. Uh, and, that, and that's just only a little part of it, but that's a part of it. Uh, and the conversations got very tough uh, as, you know, you had to start, okay, we're going to postpone for a week, extend spring break, really wrap our arms around it. And then it became that we're not going to be able to bring it back. Uh, this extended spring break is going to be more about how we can shift to online classes. Yeah. And then, so, so we're having that conversation as a cabinet, and then uh, Megan, myself, and then Mike Worrell, uh, who's my uh, associate AD, who tracked back into part one of this, was the guy that hired me right out of college. Uh, so that's, kind of, more that's kind of the more weave, the web that's been <laughs> woven through my life. But so the three of us really start to talk, and we, and we looped HT in a little bit as well on that. Uh, but really started to talk about how are we going to support our student athletes as they're heartbroken over the fact that they're losing their senior, their whatever year they're yeah, losing, they're their, losing their season uh, of competition. Uh, but then they got to focus academically uh, because you can't just stop. Yeah, you, you know you don't want to be ineligible for the fall. You don't want to hurt yourself in the long run. Uh, and, and so we started to, to work with the coaches uh, to develop some different plans. To support them as we're having conversations of how the you know in the other room kind of how, how the classes are going, and I'll I'll give our coaches credit, uh, you know especially the spring sport coaches, uh, you know Coach Thomas, Coach Upton, and Coach Moore, uh, that had to sit down and really tell kids like, unfortunately this, this is this is the decision. It's it's uh, it's not a great decision. It's not one that anybody came to easily. No, uh, and you know I. It was a it was a rapid snowball at the end of the day because it was the NBA. Uh, the the guy from Utah. Yeah, Utah. Remember, and, I'll, and I'll never forget the picture where they had the the half court that he warmed up on, caution taped all the way off, and that's the scene you see. And I can remember that night saying, "This is not going to be good." Uh, I was I was with Coach Upton and, and uh, Megan at, in, in Myrtle Beach at the time, and I was like, "This isn't going to be good." Uh, that picture is going to hurt us. And then it was maybe three days later when the Ivy League tournament bagged it at halftime and, and it all snowballed. But our coaches stepped in and had those hard conversations where people listened to. Megan also obviously listened a lot uh, and were there for them, and that's important. Uh, not something you want to do. Yeah. But our, all our coaches stepped up then through the, the uh, you know that next two months uh, to where we had a tremendous academic uh, Semester, absolutely, probably the best ever. I, I'm going right. to proclaim that. Uh, I don't think anybody's going. Until somebody calls me, I don't right. think anybody's going back to the books. <laughs> like, well, you know, you we were a half a percentage point right. higher last time, but right. 
But yeah, you know, 21, 22 teams, uh, or 20, 21 teams over a 3.0 uh, is a testament to the all the stats, but absolutely the, the work the coaches did and, and Megan did. Well, so we talked to Sam last week about the fast pass process, and I know, uh, unfortunately, we record these on Tuesday. There's me, there's meetings that are happening all week. Um, is there anything we can? But we can. What do we know for the fall? As of right now, the fall is still the fall. But yeah, it's, I, it's one of those. <laughs> we're all. It's a shrug. And, I wish I had the you know the magic eight ball right now. Uh, it, it's a tense time. I, I, I was looking before I came in. I think there's 12 now Division three uh, conferences that have postponed to the spring. Uh, we are still as of today planning for fall sports uh you know i've given our coaches a, a, a draft of our kind of return to play policy with you know small group workouts those those sorts of things how we operate in the weight room uh you know wearing masks when you're not playing those, those different things so there are plans for when when and if the students come back yep it's and, and once we plans. know for sure we're going to share it yeah it's not uh, like there's no we, point we just want to know what fall is for sure yeah uh, before we share but there are plans our coaches have seen them uh, now, interestingly, within the last probably four hours of this interview uh, on Tuesday, uh, the Division Three Management Council just released, Frankie probably doesn't even know, uh, just, just passed a rule that any sport that changes their uh, schedule, so if a fall sport decides to do a split season, if fall sports move all the way to the spring, winter sports, if they want to just push everything back, because some of these Division Three schools have said nothing till January 1st, mm -hmm. uh, they're going to go and, and I, I don't, I didn't totally digest the rule, but you get 114 days uh, to play your season. And oh, so, so we can look at it and say, okay, if there, there's options on the table for us, then that we either play our whole fall season now, or maybe we can just get six weeks in uh, and, and then you know, six weeks and then come back in the spring and we can continue that. So, uh, you know, tomorrow morning is going to be, let's start <laughs> planning out scenarios. Yeah. Uh, of what that might look like now because that is another yeah. option. Uh, but right now, still have a plan for fall sports, uh, getting kids back starting August 5th uh, with practices starting as early as August 10th uh, or, or shortly thereafter as we can get our meetings and Everything physicals and all the NCAA stuff. Paperwork signed and, yeah. and all that. Uh, because the different thing is, and this could be good, could be bad, it's going to be a new experience, is that we're starting classes the same time we're starting fall practice. Well, and Sam touched on the fast pass, and I'm, I'm not going to go through it because I've still read it. I've read it a couple times, and it was, it's completely different than anything. So we just stood in the line, but now right. you can't stand in the line. So um, there's a lot of good things that the college has already implemented for yeah. that day and people coming back and yeah, getting Dean, people here. D Dean Stebbins and, and Sam have been tremendous way out in the forefront with all this stuff with the fast pass sam has been tremendous on that where our, our kids can come up uh if they've done all the paperwork ahead of time those those sorts of things they can here's your keys and go get right to the dorm get moved in and uh start to get settled because classes start like three days uh <laughs> and then you know we're doing some things with testing still looking at testing uh and, and what that can be like uh, obviously there's new signs going up I all saw over the campus we got some signs here. A very nice sign uh, keep one bison apart yep. Uh, yep. that's a good rule of thumb <laughs> Not six feet, one bison. Uh, I'm gonna push that too. I just like that. Uh, but so, so Sam and Jerry and, and, and the student life staff has, has been tremendous uh, on being out front. So we're ready for our kids to come back. Uh, it's gonna look different for everybody. Uh, I mean, it already looks different here as we've given out masks and 
that's the the new normal for now. Uh, and I, as I say, mine's in my back pocket. You get a, this is the. Uh, that's the mask, uh, but it's going to be great to see Boomer all over campus. Absolutely. <laughs> so, um, well, Steve, is there anything else that you'd like to touch on your Bethany experience so far, or anything you want to say to like a prospective, any prospective recruits or anybody like that? Man, that's a that's a tough question. Uh, no, I think it's uh, you know hopefully you're enjoying this. I, I appreciate everything you've done for for not only uh, myself but uh, all our coaches to, to continue to market the programs. Uh, it, it's a tremendous time to be at Bethany College. Uh, our, our numbers look great for next year uh, as we continue to grow and, and build to the future. So uh, appreciate it uh, and look forward to the future. Well, that's Steve Thompson, the athletic director of Bethany College. I'm Carlo Guadagnino. This has been Dingo Talk. And, uh, oh, yeah, Harry Chambers. I'll probably end up getting a cup of coffee when this is coming out. So <laughs> go ahead and tell us about your specials. See you Saturday, Harry. <laughs> Hi, I'm Harry Chambers, and you've just watched another exciting episode of Dingo Talk with your host, Carlo Guadagnino, from Bethany, West Virginia, home of Chambers General Store, where you can stop in Monday through Friday, 6A to 5P, or on Saturday, 6A to noon, and pick up one of our famous $1 sandwiches, or try one of our exciting daily lunch specials. We also offer hot breakfast sandwiches and fresh sausage biscuits and gravy all day long. So next time you're through Bethany, stop in and see us. Hello to my little friend!